Welcome to Emergence Radio Talk, where you'll be inspired and motivated by the journeys of movers and shakers from all around the world and those who are occupying and taking dominion. Emergence Radio Talk with Dr. Tavara Johnson. Welcome everyone to Emergence Radio Talk with your host, none other than Dr. Devara Johnson. And you know me, I'm always excited for today's show. Today I have a special woman of God. I'm telling you, she's walking in her God-given purpose and she is just making an impact all over the world. She will be sharing some of her journey as to how she has emerged from a place of obscurity to dominate the sphere of influences that God would have given to her. And so I want to welcome Dayon, cabinet of the show, and indeed it's a pleasure to have you here with me this evening. Thank you so very much for having me. I truly appreciate this. Awesome, and thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule because I know you're extremely busy, and I'm just grateful that you decided to come onto the platform just to share as well as inspire and motivate our listening audience tonight. Okay. But before we go ahead and get started, I just want you just to share a little bit of who you are with our listening audience tonight. Okay. My name's Dayon Cabness. I am a first-time author. I'm a mother, a grandmother, a wife, an aunt, and I am a powerful woman of God. That is who I am. Awesome, awesome. Powerful woman of God. Listen, you know exactly who you are. And, you know, with that, I want to ask you, like, how is it, how important is it to truly know who you are? And I ask this question because I know, you know, you, you said it with such vibrancy and such confidence. And I know that there are so many people who really don't know who they are. So how important is it? And what are some of the ways or some of the things that you did to be able to come into knowing who you are? Well, one thing is God has really been working with me and through me all my life. And he has shown me so much and shown me so much love. And just to let me know that I am his daughter. I am a queen. I am everything that he has called me to be. At one point, I was never like that. But now that he has told me who I am, And what I am, I am so glad that I am who he says I am. And I am a powerful woman of God. I have come a long way. And I'm not totally finished, but he is continually working with me, working in my purpose. And if you know who you are and what you are and let nobody, and I mean absolutely nobody, tear you away from that. You are what God has called you to be. He knew who you were going to be when you was in your mama's belly. That is how awesome our God is. Wow. That is amazing. You know, you talked about, you know, really who he calls you to be and you just knowing who you are. You also talked about not... You know, you, you of course, no one is no one is where they are, or better yet, no one is really at that point. Because I think if we at the point where we're finished product, then it's time to go home. But I love the fact that you, you know, you shared about 
your journey, like God constantly working with you. And one of the things I want to know from you is that, of course, it's a journey, right? And we know that some people tend to get extremely frustrated, especially when you are, I I always say sometimes it's that in between. So you, sometimes you know where you are and then you know where you should be, but then there's that space in the middle and you're not there yet, right? (laughs) Um, Right. A lot of people get frustrated and discouraged with the in, I like to call it the in between. And so what have been, what has been some of the things that you've done to enjoy your journey in terms of God constantly working with you, or even just how important is it to enjoy the journey? I know most of us want to get to the destination, but how important is it to enjoy the journey? And I ask this question because there may be someone now who's tuning in and they are in this space and they're just frustrated because they're like, I've done this and, you know, I, I, I feel I've done everything that God said me to done and I'm not where I should be, you know, and sometimes, I'm sure we've all been through that, but um, if someone may be tuning in now and listening in, what advice would you give to them on enjoying the journey, or, you know, and, and just really being, um, being in a rested place as God continues to work on them? Okay. My thing is this. Um, we do get frustrated. We do get upset. We do get mad, okay, that we are human, okay? We are human. There are things that we think we can change and do. But I realize as I've gone uh, going, still going through my journey, that God has showed me a whole lot of things as far as like, baby, you're never alone. I'm always with you. I'm walking with you. I'm talking with you. Knowing that he's with you at all times, which he is, that is just an amazing situation right there. And, you know, sometimes God has to sit us down and allow us to listen to his still voice. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we have to just sit still and listen to what God is trying to say to us. And I know sometimes it's very hard uh, to sit still and listen, but I come to realize that's the only way that we are going to make it in this world, in this journey, is to listen, pay attention to what he is saying. Because what daddy is going to do is show you the right way, show you the right path, lead God and direct us. So all the things I've been through, I said the same thing. Well, I've done this and I've done that and this, that, and the other, and you said this, that, and the other. And the thing is, we can't... uh, put God in a box because mm-hmm. he's not that type of God. You can't put him in a box. He has to be outside of that box, and you really have to sit still, listen to what he is trying to say or trying to do for you because one thing I know that daddy knows best mm-hmm. for his children. Wow. That is amazing. You know, you talk about sitting still and listening. And this is so hard for for so many people, right? And, you know, a lot of times we get to that place where we want to help God and he doesn't need any help. And so I love that you shared about, you know, the importance of sitting still and listening because that is really how he's going to direct you for you to really get to the place where you could see, because, you know, a lot of times we could see the promised land, and, but in order to get there, you really have to um, sit still, be in a rested place, and, and just listen. And so thank you 
um, for, for that. And then also you talked about not being able to put him in a box. And I'm so glad you shared that because so many people want to do that, right? We, we, we mm-hmm. uh, make decisions and, you know, then we want, we haven't got in the box and we're saying, okay, God, I know you just sanction this decision, <laughs> this decision for me, right? <laughs> and we do it all the time and not right. really listening to him. And then, you know, sometimes we get frustrated and we get upset when things don't work out. And we're saying, well, God, I did this or I did that. But he didn't, you know, we just we just made the decision and placed him in the box. And so I'm glad that you really shared that, you know, it's it's hard to I mean we just can't because of who he is, we just really can't put him in a box. <laughs> so, That's right. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for that. Now, Zayon, I definitely want to congratulate you on your book because he lives, I too live. As I want you to share with us, what was your inspiration for this book? And, you know, if someone picked up your book today, what would you want them to see or what would you want them to gain from reading the pages of this book? Oh, okay. Well, first of all, when God um, woke me one night uh, or one morning, he was like, okay, I need you to share your journey with the world. And I'm going like, um, you want me to tell everybody my personal business? You know, that's, that's a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I realized, okay, I said, okay, God, you know what? I'm going to do this because you're asking me to, you know, to do this book. But I never had any desire to write a book. You understand? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't think I had the capability to write a book. You know, sometimes in your past, things have been said to you, what you can and what you cannot do. Mm-hmm. And as a kid or a, as a adult, you still hear that in the back of your mind. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, okay, God, I'm, I'm going to do this. I, I'm going to do it. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'll go ahead and do this book. And that's what really kind of helped me to go ahead and do it. You know, even though I'm telling my personal business to the world, you know, that that's a lot. Because it's yeah. like once it's out there, you can't take mm-hmm. it back. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. And just having the inspiration. Like I said, I ha- I had no no clue of what I was doing because I've never done it before. So if you've never done something before, you, you're you going to hesitate. You, you're going to procrastinate, which I did for a whole a long while procrastinating and having a, a really close friend of mine's like, when you going to get the book out? I said, oh, girl, I'm going to do it. And, you know, just procrastinating. I said, you know what? God had told me to do this. And when I hear the word from my pastor or other words from other pastors, and they'll talk about where God told you to write a book or God told you to start a business, I said, oh, there y'all stepping on my toes, right? <laughs> so I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and do it. I said, God, because you're leading God in and directing my path to do this. Apparently, once it comes out, somebody is going to be totally blessed about my journey and 
they might be going through. It might not be the same things I went through, but it's something that you're going to go through in life. And to know that somebody else has gone through something and you're saying to yourself, how in the world did she make it? How in the world did she take it? Mm-hmm. It's but the grace of God that I could do what I've done, and I'm so glad I have done it. So if God has given you a vision to write a book, to start a business, I say go for it. I say don't worry about what people might say, uh, how they might react, because that was another thing for me. Like how how is people going to receive what I'm putting out here. You know, that's another thing. Nobody wants to be criticized or I don't want to hear that or I don't want to this, that, and the other. But then, you know, that that's when I knew that the devil was putting a foothold in it. Nobody want to hear that. You know, so he could deter you from doing certain things. But God, but God yeah. is the only one that can keep you, you know, in that right path to do what needs to be done. Because you know if you don't do what daddy says to do, you know you're going to get a spanking. (laughs) So I'm just like, okay, I'm going to just do what I have to do and don't worry about what anybody says because, first of all, I love God. I'm worrying about what God thinks about me, and I'm not worrying about what others think about me. Hmm. I think that is so... Um, amazing what you shared and, you know, really the transparency, right? Because in, in letting the person see that sometimes that is a struggle to obey God. <laughs> like there, there's, yeah. Yeah, there's a struggle and I think sometimes, um, oh, I would say sometimes, a lot of times, all the times, you know, the enemy would always make people to feel as though they're the only ones who might have been feeling um, feeling this way, right? And mm-hmm. it could be someone who's tuning in right now and who's saying, wow, God has told me to do something. He's told me to write a book. He's told me to open a business. You know, he's told me to go ahead to apply, whether it be for the loan, the job, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And they're just struggling to do it because of fear. You know, right. fear that, you know, it, it won't work. And then usually if persons have been rejected before, with certain things, and it's really not rejection, it's redirection. Um, that would cause a person not to 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 want to do it. Right, that's true. You know, true. because of the fair, and so I'm grateful that you would have shared the, you know, the struggles to obey God and the fact that there was procrastination. You know, so the person who are tuning in, they can know, okay, well, I'm not alone, but the point is now, you know, Miss um, Dayon had She's completed her assignment. So now it's time right. to complete your assignment. Right. Yes. Yes. I know. Even as you shared, you mentioned about, you know, sometimes things in, in the past and causing you not want to, to move forward. And, you know, sometimes listening or the things that people would have say, what are some of the ways that persons who are struggling with their past, or especially when you talk about writing a book, right? Like you say, you're sharing your, your personal business, and person's not wanting to to move forward. Um, 
because of that? Like, what what are some of the things that you did to to kind of overcome, you know, the thoughts of what people would say? Um, you know, will they even care? Like, what what are some of the things that you would have done to get your get yourself in a headspace um, to really be able to move forward? Okay. Well, you know, knowing that God had um, assigned me to do it, um, I really thought about the past and what others have said. And I'm looking at myself today and saying, hey, when I was younger, um, a teacher told me that I'm not going to graduate or I'm not going to be able to do this and do that. But I have overcome what they said I couldn't do. Um, I had, I was, what, in the sixth grade, and I can remember a teacher telling me things. And um, here I am in the sixth grade getting ready to graduate, and I was the one who was chosen to do a speech. Wow. Wow. You know, I can't I can't do nothing, right? I ain't supposed to graduate out of sixth grade. And yet I was chosen by a teacher to do the sixth grade speech. That was totally amazing, totally scary. Yeah. But now as I'm older now and that happened uh one retreat um with my church and I remember it was um, uh, ripping the veil. And um, once the veil was ripped and we walked through, mm-hmm. and I sat down, and bam, something about the sixth. I went all the way to the sixth grade. Yeah. And I remember what that teacher had said. And I was like, oh, my God. And I went to my pastor, and I said, I told her the situation. She said, have you pronounced that? I said, no. She said, well, we need to do that right now. But it was, you know, so amazing when people tell you what you can and what you can't do. Yeah. But yet I was chosen, okay? You know, sixth grade, I ain't know, but I was chosen. So God had been working with me way long before that. You understand? But me being a kid don't really know that. And as you get older, you, you think about those things. But now I say, hey, God, I've overcome. Look at me. I wrote a book. Yeah. Wow. I didn't think I could do that. I didn't think I had the ability, the knowledge, the uh, uh, the know-how to write a book. You know, this is first time doing a book, and it's so amazing that I've done the book. And I really feel good about knowing I have done the book. And I'm hoping when they read the book that they would just get the feel and and the spirit of not caring about what other people say. Just Mm -hmm. go ahead and do what it is that he has called you to do. Whatever passion you have, go for your passion. And don't worry about what people say. Because if you worry about what people say, then you would never be able to go forward. You would never be able to go to the next level in life. Mm-hmm. You'll be still in kindergarten. We want to continue to move to each level, to each grade. So every time we wake up, and I say this all the time, we wake up and there is a test 
that we have to pass. You no. know, you don't pass the test, then you got to go back and do it all over again. So my thing is, if if don't worry about what nobody says. Just do what it is that needs to be done. And in the end, you're going to win. At the end, you're going to see the, the light. You're going to see how far you have come. Yes. To, to, you know, from back then to now. Here I am, 65 years old, not knowing or seeing this in the future. God sees all this. I, yes. I never even had a thought of this. But look, and I say to myself, hey, 65 years old, and I, I have written a book. Wow, this is so amazing. So I say, do what it is that you need to do. Do it with pride. Do it with grace. And just just love who you are and what you are and what God has called you to be. And you will be fine. Wow. That is amazing. Love who you are and who God has called you to be. That is so amazing. That is so amazing. You know, you, obviously you have a whole lot of, you know, experience and you would have had a whole lot of accomplishments. But what I want to, one of the things I want to ask you is what would you consider to be your greatest accomplishment thus far? Okay, I was saying writing my book, mm-hmm. being married to my husband Quentin Cabness for thirty-three years, wow. having three beautiful adult children, having five grandchildren, who are the love of my life. That's my support. My family is my support, and I thank God for that. Because if you don't have any support, with your family, it's it's hard. You know, it's really hard to do anything. But knowing that God has really blessed me, and my husband is an amazing man. He's been with me through my illnesses and everything. He's been there for me. My children have been there for me. And it's just a blessing when your family is there to support you. We all need a support system. So my thing is, baby, every every day I just say thank you, Jesus, for the support. Thank you just being there for me, seeing what um, what needs to be done and how it needs to be done. That is the great accomplishment God has given me so far. He ain't finished with me yet. It's going to be some more things to come, but I just, I just love that 33 years I met him in junior high school. So that was my junior high school sweetheart. So it's just amazing. It's amazing what God can do, who he puts us with, you know, for life. And I I just love it. I love it. (laughs) Well, you know, the 33 is, I mean, that is beyond amazing. And so, you know, uh, in that same vein, I mean, I, it's almost, I mean, 33 years, it's a, that's pretty much a whole other human being, I like to say, right? If someone was 33 years old. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that is something really that's so commendable. And I love that you, you know, you shared that you have the support system that your husband is there to, um, you know, support you, your family, because it's so hard. And I'm glad you stated that because, you know, there are some persons who may be, 
They could either be 20 and now and they could be married or even single. And, you know, sharing that, I would say that even for single people, understanding that when you're called to purpose, when you're called to do certain things, you really need someone who is supportive. And so I'm really yeah. glad that you um, that you shared that. And, you know, what advice would you give for persons who may be married and they may say, well, you know what, I don't have that support system. Um, with my husband or my wife, um, what advice would you give to them, you know, to be able to navigate that um, aspect of their life? Okay. Well, first and foremost, you know, we need to pray. We need to pray for our spouses and pray for our family. I think prayer is such a big uh, part of our life, you know. We can't do anything without praying. Praying is is a powerful thing. It really, truly is. You know, none of us can do anything on our own or by ourselves. Um, and I'm just thinking, you know, I, I pray for my family. And, you know, when you're praying, you seek God's face. You have to really seek his face for everything because if we was to do something on our own, we would mess it up so badly. Yeah. So knowing that, I, I I have to have a prayer life. Having a prayer life is, is a big thing, you know. Yeah. Um, praying every day. You know, when I get up out the bed, before I even put my feet on the floor, I say, this is the day that the Lord has made. I shall rejoice and be glad it is. God, I am so glad you allowed me to wake up, being in my right frame of mind, being in good health. I just thank you for the people I know and don't know. So, you know, you praying for others, you're interceding for other people, and it's not about yourself. It's about others. So praying and and seeking uh, God's uh, face for other folks. You know, God wants us to pray for one another, and it's so bad now. People, you know, they're all about themselves. It's it's yeah. not about praying for the next sister or the next brother. And, you know, I know um, God really, I, I feel, I feel so heavily that he has something else for me to do. And I always said I wanted to be a motivated speaker. And uh, that's funny, okay, because I don't like to be in the front of nothing. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be in the front of nothing, you know. So my thing of it is for God to put that in me because I see so so many of my young co-workers and I do I, I be able to to minister to them to you know let them know about life you know they 40 years old 30 some years old and you know they still young they still doing what they do you know and mm-hmm. have the stuff that you know not the right stuff but you know ministering to people it's it's something that's been in my spirit, you know, for our women because it's so hard for our young ladies now because it's like they don't value who they are. And you should be able to value who you are and not let anybody just treat you any old kind of way because God made you a queen, okay? He made you a queen. And you are his daughter. You know, you're his first love. And it's just amazing to me how the young women, you know, they just got to have a man on their arm. And no, 
it's, it's about who, you know, I got to take care of me. If me, if me is not right, I don't need to bring anything else in my presence. I have to get me together. And once you get yourself together, then God will bless you with all that other stuff, you yeah. know. So it's like doing his work first, doing his kingdom business, and all those other things. He will, he will take care of that for you. Yeah. So the prayer, the prayer life is 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 a wonderful thing to have and want to have. You know, you it's just something I I could be walking somewhere and seeing somebody with their bad leg or cane, and I said, God just bless their arms, bless their legs. You know, it's not about when I first I, it was always like me 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 I I I, but it's no longer that. It's it's about praying and seeking God's face for my brothers and sisters in Christ. Wow. Amen. Having a prayer like the importance of having it and knowing that we can't do anything uh, without it. And so, Dion, like, we would have talked so much about, you know, having a prayer life, overcoming your past, hurdles, and then we talked about purpose, obeying God, just really, you know, the being transparent, and even just being able to enjoy the journey. And one of the things I want to know from you, um, what final advice would you give to our listening audience tonight? Well, I would like to share. I do have something I'd love to share, and I think this is such an awesome thing because one thing I do know, Second Timothy 1 and 7 says, for God has given us a spirit of, of fear, has not given us spirit of fear, but of power and love and the soundness of mind. That is a powerful thing right there. He doesn't give us fear. We shouldn't fear anything. You know what I'm saying? Not anything. If God has, uh, like I said, called you to do something, called you to write a book, called you to be whatever he has called you to be, I say he's given you the power. He's given you so much power to overcome whatever needs to be overcome. And just knowing in Second Timothy, that's just a powerful statement right there. So my thing is go do what it is that has been called for you to do. Don't stop. Keep going. Listen, pay attention, because one thing, God will not steer you in the wrong direction, and you need to go ahead and do what needs to be done, because one thing, you will really, really be so amazed at the end that you have done what it was for you to do, and you will be very proud of what you have done. And it's like leaving a legacy for your children or your grandchildren. This legacy of me writing this book, this is something I want to leave leave to my grandchildren. You know, let them know that grandma wrote a book, so if it's something that you want to do or have a passion for, if grandma could do this, you could do it too. Nobody, there's no exception. God loves us all. So my thing of it is, Go forward. Do what's going to make you happy. Do what's going to make you proud. God is just an awesome father that 
every day is a blessed day. Every day we go through, we struggled. We're going to struggle. While we're here on this earth, we're going to struggle. We're going to go through. We're going to be mad. We're going to be upset. But I always say, God is always in the blessing business. He's always blessing us each and every day. When we wake, from the time we wake up to the time we go to bed, he has blessed us each and every day. And it's just do what it is that God has called you. I'm going to tell you, if you do it, you, you're going to be proud. You're going to be just so awed, like, oh, my God, look at God. Look what God has done. It is a, a wonderful and a powerful thing. So my brothers and my sisters, do whatever it is called for you to do. And I'm going to tell you, at the end, you're going to win. Yes, yes. That is powerful. That is so amazing. And I definitely want to, you know, thank you so much for joining me tonight. You thoroughly, I truly empowered our listening audience, even and, and also myself. And I just want to thank you for coming on just to motivate them. And also I want to know from you, what can you let our listening audience know of any upcoming events that you have or ways in which they can purchase your book, as well as, you know, just ways how they can stay connected with you on Facebook, on Instagram. I want you to share that information for me. Okay. So what you can do, um, you can purchase Because He Lives. Honey, because he lives, just the title itself. You can get that from Amazon, honey. You know, people' birthdays are coming, anniversaries are coming, or if you just love reading, go to Amazon and go purchase Because He Lives by Dayon A. Cabness. You can follow me on Facebook. You could do a search and you can type in D A E O N. C-A-B-N-E-S-S, and you can also follow me on Instagram, and you can uh, search SSJ3484, and no, I don't have any engagements at this time, but look out for me in the future. I will be out there doing something, um, signing books, whatever it may be. But um, you can also if um, contact me at uh, Dayon Cabness, which is D-A-E-O-N-C-A-B-N-E-S-S, the number four at gmail.com. That's another way you can get in contact me as well. So go on over there and get Because He Lives. You can get the book, and also you can get the ebook. Awesome, awesome. So everyone be sure to follow her. Be sure to go ahead and purchase her book. And everyone, you know, just thank you so much for tuning in to my special guest today, Day on Cabinets. Listen, if this is your first time tuning in, I pray it won't be your last. And, of course, for my faithful listening audience, I love you guys. Rock with me week after week. And so be sure to join me every week for another episode of Emergence Radio Talk. You know this is the show where you'll be inspired to emerge, occupy, and take dominion. Once again, I'm your host, Dr. Devara Johnson. Be sure to connect and stay connected with me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, 
under Dr. Tavira Johnson or Tavira Johnson, or you can visit my website at tavirajohnson.com, or if you desire to send me a DM or even an email, you can do so at info at tavirajohnson.com. And I definitely look forward to connecting with you all. So blessings, everyone, and have a wonderful evening. Thank you for tuning in to Emergence Radio Talk. For more information on Emergence Radio Talk, Emergence Mentorship Program, or Women to Women Mentoring Program, be sure to visit www.tavarajohnson.com. If you would like to be a guest on our show, email us at info at or follow us on all of our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Periscope. That's Tavara Johnson. Stay connected and updated on all upcoming events. Until next time, thank you for joining us.